Friday night, 11, 12 p.m. That's in the East. Streaming live on Pride 48, it is Mix Minus, screaming at you across Tate Interwebs. I do not do this show alone, no. I do it with my good buddy Adam Burns from Arkansas. Hello, Adam. Hey, uh, I know we talked about this in the pre-show, but do you know how many words we say in an episode? <laughs> A lot, and I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. How many? How many Adams did? How many well, Adams? How many Adams do we say in the pre-show, Adam? Well, last week we said shit. <laughs> Wait, how many times did we say shit last week? No, I lost the. Okay, here it lost is. It. Yes. Last week we said sixteen thousand. 579 words. That is improbable. And how did you know that, Adam? Well, eventually we're going to try putting transcripts up on the uh, up on the website. And so I transcribed the entire episode. Okay. But in fairness, because it is a transcription, it also has some time codes in speaker one, speaker two, which are words that would be counted. So I yeah. would say we probably didn't say 16,000 words. We probably said closer to 14,000 words. And then there was some, some package headers stuff. I mean, it could be. Let's, let's just read a little bit of this here. Okay. Screaming, screaming at you across state interwebs. <laughs> mix minus. 11 p.m. is Friday evening. Pride48.com is where we like to hang out. We like to stream. We like to do this little thing. I don't do it alone, though. Now I do with my good buddy, Adam Burns Adam. How are you doing tonight? <laughs> that was, that's really good, though. I mean, that's, that's, that's really good. Yeah, that, but I mean, like I'm mostly... not going to go in. I'm not going to go in and correct. No, I don't want you to uh, correct it. No, the idea was is to put be... it up there so that if someone did a search for, I don't know, murder hornets or something that they, oh, this podcast talked about them. I don't know. It's a, uh, it's a thing that didn't take any, I don't want it to be a thing that takes effort. So the fact that Microsoft Word will do good. it for us automatically, we just let it do it automatically and then just post it. I'm good at not exerting effort. That is my favorite <laughs> thing is not exerting any effort. So, all right. And Adam was just making reference to the pre-show and what I know you're like, what is this? I just, I just downloaded the show. How can there be a pre-show? It's a podcast. It's like, what are you people doing? Well, you see, uh, we stream live every Friday evening on pride48.com, which we have a lovely chat room that listens to us while we do it. And they interact with us. And it's a lot of fun. So if you're not doing anything on a Friday evening around 10 PM Eastern time, then head over to pride48.com and join us. But if you can't make it, it's okay. Cause we have a behind the scenes club called level 13, where we post all of our pre-shows and our post-shows and other extra audio bits and things uh, that, that are just kind of all behind the scenes, things that are not in the main show. And you can listen to all of those things and it's absolutely free. All we ask is that you help us promote the show. And if you want to join our little secret club, it's not secret because we're advertising. But if you want to join our behind the scenes club called Level 13, just send us an email, contact at mixminuspodcast.com and say, hey, I want to join your club. And that's really all there is to it. We have a Discord server. You can talk to us and help us. Uh, also, by the way, there are some members of uh, Level 13 out there that have not yet joined our Discord server. And it dawned on me oh. that maybe they think it's the same Discord server as Pride 48. It's a separate. So no. the invite that I sent you is for the Level 13 Discord server. So make sure you click on that so that you can join that server. 
Also, I don't know if this is a secret, but if you join Mix Minus level 13, you also get bonus content from That's So Elvis. Uh, no, that's not true. It's called That Darn Elvis. <laughs> the Elvis Show <laughs> with Scotty and Danny. Uh, yeah. Not and, only that, but Adam, I'll tell you this. We, one of our level 13ers, Miss Kathy Bacon, says uh, that she wants to buy more friends. So she's like, uh, if you join level 13 uh, before December 1st, then she's going to put your name into a jar and do a random draw um, for this jar of money that she has, which currently has over $40 on it, but she's going to keep putting money into the jar. So if you want a chance to win money, uh, then join Level 13 before December 1st. Kathy Bacon is a wealthy woman. <laughs> that $45 is literally, ah, uh, damn it, I said it. It's literally food on change her plate. from her couch cushions. <laughs> and it's only from like two days. That's how rich she is. By the time this contest culminates, no yes. telling how much she'll have because she's going to, no dig in her cushions every couple of days and uh, put more money in there. So <laughs> like today, if you wanted to check out our pre-show today, we talked about stealth peeing, debugging a house and Adam repeating things endlessly. So it's like, if you want to hear any of those things, make sure you join level 13 and you can hear those things in the pre-show. Are we sure that we talked about stealth peeing or was that before? <laughs> I'm hoping it? that it was after <laughs> you're hoping now you don't know. Now you're going to be self-conscious about it. you're going to go back and like, did we listen to that? <laughs> Or did we talk about that? I don't know. I'll recreate it. I'll do, I'll do your voice. Oh, okay. And as we know, everyone is so good at doing the Adam Burns voice. Right. It is, it is a, it's an easy voice to mimic, apparently. It is, yeah. And today, you know, I haven't, I don't listen to Geeky Gay on the day that we do this show because unlike you, I do show prep uh, between work and the show. Oh. <laughs> I just did that to get that face. Anyway, uh, so I don't listen to your Friday Geeky Gaze until the day after. So I don't know if you talked about this today or not, but I am on pins and needles, Adam. I need to know what was your voting experience like? Because I, oh, oh. Zach and I also voted. So what was your voting experience like? You know what, Daniel? I saved it for this show. Aw. I even said on Geeky Gay, I voted, but I'm not talking. I think I said it. I thought it. If I didn't say it, I Maybe voted you said today, it in the Geeky Gay pre-show. But I'm, yeah, exactly. Which is available if you're a level 13 You uh, should, you, you know what? You you should do that. What? You should. How am I going to, who am I going to talk to? A pre-show? Yeah. I'm sit around and like talk to myself for an extra 10 minutes before I start? Like this didn't make it into the show, but here's a little extra nugget. Uh, I don't know. All right. Anyway, voting. Yeah. Yes. It's not, it's not that exciting, but I will, but I will say this. I debated because I thought, so I looked and at all the locations, I went to one of those sites. By the way, you can still go to vote.mixminuspodcast.com. Oh, nice. And it will redirect you to a site that actually knows what the hell it's talking about. <laughs> right. As it should. Um, but I, I did that and I looked, there was a, a, you know, it's like linking to a link to a link to right, a link. Right, I yeah. mean, finally you find it. So I'm like, hey, where are my voting locations? So. I found Where are my voting locations at? What, what? And some of them were churches and some of them were like community centers. That was me trying to be hip, by the way. I, I know, guess, I but I just moved right I along. know, I, I saw I that. You just like, like went right past it. 
So uh, I ended up picking up picking a Lutheran church. Oh my God, was there a potluck dinner going on? Because, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I feel like Lutherans are a little bit more worldly. Yeah, they're like, they're, they're the hippies kind of the, uh, what, what do you call the, the non-Pentecostal religions? What do you call them? Protestant religions? We can go with that. I'm yeah, not really sure. I feel like they're the, they're the hippies of the Protestant religions. Uh, you know, or you, if you went to an Episcopal church. I mean, now, Episcopal is very Catholic light, basically, but Episcopals tend to smoke and drink and like yeah, do well, other Episcopals things, Yeah, well, Episcopals also right? have gay, gay priests. They allow yeah. gay priests, yeah. So I thought, you know, I'll go to a Lutheran church. And the reason, I, I thought about going to a community center or the courthouse. Yes. But all of those were further away than the Lutheran church. And I thought, well, you know, right. I'll risk it. I'll, I'll go. Okay. Even though I feel like a church is likely to draw more Trump supporters, I decided I would go. So I went there and it was cold today, but I didn't even think the last time I vote, the last time I early voted, I think I did it at the courthouse and I literally, I walked in. <laughs> Adam, you're, you're I, trying to avoid saying the word literally. I know because and every I time you say it, you exhale and like I you're, know. but I'm just saying for people listening. Thing. For people listening, we have been chided by our Auntie Vera Charles yeah. that we say like, um. Well, I think you said literally I say like and people um, shouldn't say. And yeah. And so Adam is now trying to not say the word literally. <laughs> I know. And I'm saying it even more because I'm trying not to. You are literally so I, saying literally. it more often. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so it was cold today. It was cold. But the last time I early voted, I walked in. It was empty. Empty. Went right up to the thing, got my little card, went to the machine. The machine was empty, filled mm -hmm. it out, mm -hmm. left. I was done in like five right. minutes. Now, I think I told you it's not going to be empty. This, this election is fucking crazy. It's not going to be empty. So what was it? What, how bad was the crowd? Well, I mean, it wasn't. There were. Also, I didn't expect the line to be outside. Right. But I think... The sanctuary was not that large at this Lutheran church. And you, so the line, there were about 60 people in front of me yep. in the line. And that took about an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. Outside. And it was 40 degrees. And I didn't think about it being cold. So I was just wearing t shirt with no jacket or anything. You didn't have a jacket in your car? You could have gone. No, I didn't have a jacket in my car. I mean, we just we just got off of summer. It's just started turning a little bit chilly here. Oh, just wait 10 years, you'll have a jacket in your car. No, I a Cyclone in the chat room is asking 60 people or 10 people 6 feet apart. No, I counted the number of people. So, and I would say maybe people were standing about 4 feet apart if I was to actually take a ruler. But it was people were attempting to social distance. Although I will say this, the man in front of me, the only man that I saw wearing any Trump paraphernalia was wearing a Trump hat, a Trump baseball cap. Yes. And he was not wearing a mask. Yeah. No, I could. You, you can tell the, the Trump supporters are waiting in line to vote because other ones not wearing the mask. Everyone else in line was wearing a mask except yep. this one guy. And he's the one with the Trump baseball cap on. Yes. His wife standing there with him 
I don't want to make fun of Pentecostal people, but I feel like they may have been Pentecostal because his wife was wearing a dress and she had really long hair that was up in a bun. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's a very Pentecostal thing to so do. So like one of those like prairie dress kind of things, like one of yeah, those. Yeah, I mean, not exactly, but you know, not, not exactly in fashion. Okay. We'll say that. And he was the only one I saw with the Trump hat. I did see one guy with a Biden mask on. So apparently the Biden crusade campaign, whatever, made masks that say Biden 2020. Yeah, no, I've seen those. So I saw one guy with the Biden mask on and that was it. So I only saw one Trump hat, one Biden mask. Everyone else was not promoting one way or the other. So I don't know. But they had masks, so you can pretty much tell. They had masks on. Like, everybody else had masks on. He did now. Of course, this was the rule. Like, when you get to the front door, they have a big sign there. Yeah, you have to put it on to go in. That yeah. says you have to put your mask on. So he right. did put a mask on when he went in. And so other than me waiting in the cold for about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes, it was pretty uneventful. There were no, like... Proud boy standing over at the side or anything or as, like or that. As Biden, you know? Or as Biden likes to call them, the poor boys. Yeah, yeah there, there were none of those. Um, the only thing that happened, and I'm still really confused about this. I'm still not a very good citizen when it comes to politics. I'm getting better. I mean, I, I really have started following the presidential stuff, mainly because of Trump. But I think I'll continue to follow that now that I'm getting older and I'm interested. But I really don't know a lot about local. Yes. Local's and harder, I, to, harder and, to follow because we're losing a lot of local news sources because advertising dollars are down. That's how those newspapers yeah. make money. I feel like the only way you know local is you see those signs on the side of the road. For, I mean, I live in a big enough metropolitan area that we have Irene. newspapers and we have, you know, local cable yeah. stations that I just said, you know. We have local news, but I don't like news. We've discussed this. So anyway, so I get in there and I go to vote and I get down to Senate and we have a local boy who's running for Senate. He's already in the Senate. Tom Cotton. You may have heard of him. Just a good old boy. And I know that he is a raving Trump supporting lunatic. Yes. I just know this because of some things he said on TV. Because he's from Arkansas and his name is Tom Cotton. And and when he was younger, he was kind of an attractive guy. And I thought, oh, he's a very political looking. I remember 10, 15 years ago when he first started running, I was like, oh, he's cute. I'd vote for him. I mean, not really thinking about it. You said he's a very political looking. uh, Well, cute. He was cute in like a Pete Buttigieg sort of, you know, I find Pete Buttigieg cute. Anyway, regardless. So I get to the Senate spot on the ballot and there's only and most of them like each page for whatever it was for would have a little block for each person that was running and then you just tap it with your little touch your stent your stylus right whichever person you wanted to vote for correct and i own there was only a tom cotton block i was like oh crap he must be running uncontent un, un whatever unopposed unopposed, unopposed thank yes. you I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I don't really want to vote for him, but I wasn't sure if I left one blank, if it would like null and void my whole thing or something. (laughs) I wasn't really sure. And then I tried to leave it blank and then I went forward and the computer actually 
threw up an error message. Mm-hmm. It's like, by the way, you didn't vote for anyone on this. Right. I was like, oh, shit. So I went back. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to vote for him because he's going to win anyway. And I don't want my That's ballot to be you. screwed up. Right. That's how they get you. No, you are not required to vote for anything. In fact, just as a side story here, we do mail-in voting. And in Florida, because Florida is screwed up, welcome to Florida, in order to continue to vote by mail, you have to vote in the previous election by mail. In other words, so like once you've signed up to vote by mail, you cast your ballot and there's a little box on there that says, I would like to continue to vote by mail. And if you skip an election, there are times that they'll purge it out and then they won't send you, you'd have to start the request series over again to request another mail-in ballot. So if you don't return your ballot in an election, so the prior election, which was all local, I actually didn't vote at all, but I sent in my completely black blank ballot um, so that I would be registered and that I voted and that I would get to, to vote in this election. So yeah, you don't have to vote. I, I mean, thought so, you can skip any race that you want to. Yeah, I was worried. And you could make the argument that because Zach filled out his and, you know, it's like he just went to some website that gave suggestions and he filled them out. And he's like, well, why don't you fill them out? I'm like, because I don't know anything. And I feel like me making a random guess is way worse than oh, somebody I'm, voting that knows what they're doing. I'm the most horrible person when it comes to these local people. I'm like, which name do I like better? <laughs> because a couple of them. So when I don't know the names lately. I will just vote for a Democrat mm-hmm. because I'm like, you know, nine times out of 10, they're probably going to come closer to agreeing with me than yes. the Republican. Yeah. I think libertarians are crazy. So I wouldn't generally vote for a libertarian. Are you a libertarian? I'm sorry if you are, but no, I'm in, not a libertarian. in general, I think they're a little I feel, I feel like libertarians are Republicans that want to smoke pot. I don't know. I feel like they're a little overboard, but anyway, regardless. So. But I don't know. I don't know a lot about li- all I've heard about libertarians is like they want no government involvement at all. Like they just wish there was zero government. Yeah. And I feel like that's a little but maybe that's like extremist libertarians. I don't know. But so Tom Cotton. So I finished, you know, I went down the thing and I'm like, oh, his name sounds nicer. Oh, this is a woman. I should vote for a woman here. I'm going to vote for her. You know, if they were not Republicans. Or they're independents. We had a lot of independents. On the on the ballot for whatever reason. So I, you know, I didn't know anything. So I just voted for them. And Cyclone said I should we, I should do a paper ballot if, if possible. Well, I, and maybe this is the way they do it everywhere, but it's a computer. But you stick in a paper ballot thing. Mm-hmm. You do it on a computer and then it prints your choices on that ballot and you pull it out and you can read it and see that it printed everything that you voted for. So you can go down and see that it printed out everything that you voted for. And then as you're walking out, they have another machine that you stick it in. Yes. I don't know if it scans it or if it just like throws it in a like a container and they count them by. I don't know. It's it probably. Anyway, yeah, I mean, so. and, that's th- it's, and this is a, a really good example because you're talking about those types of voting machines. Chat room, cycling chat room is saying that they use they hand color the ovals like the SAT. And I know here in Florida, mail-in ballots, we also do the little bubble things that get scanned, but we also have electronic voting here. And that's, you know, I've mentioned before, there is no universal, there is no federal voting guidelines. This is all left up to the states. In fact, the, the constitution, I was just listening to a thing the other day talking about the uh, electoral college um, because it's, there's been legislation to get rid of it before, like a long time ago. 
um, back in the McGovern era. But the I had a point. What was my point, Adam? I, I, I had a point. Is the electoral college? Oh, the fact that the Constitution just says that the president shall be voted by an electoral college. It doesn't actually say how you set that electoral college up. Like all it says is how many members there are of the electoral college, and it's completely left up to the states to decide, you know, how that's going to happen. So yeah, it's our 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 election laws are very flexible, very screwed up for the modern age that we live in, in, in a world that is this technologically knit close together and and of such homogeny as the United States is nowadays. It's silly to have these kind of. I wish we could get to the point, and I know this would not be good for people who don't have internet. So I, I mean, but I wish we could get to the point where we literally like had an app on our phone, and yes. we could just open the app and vote. It could scan our face or something and say, "Yep, you are who you say you are." Yep, and I could just be like, "I want to vote," and click. You know, I'm done. But anyway, so I did all that. I get home, and yes. I'm talking to Mark about it, and I mentioned Tom Cotton, and he says. Boyfie, there's somebody running against him. And I said, no. <laughs> no, I just voted. There was not mm-hmm. someone voting, running against him. Mm-hmm. He was the only block on the screen. Mm-hmm. Now, Daniel, I don't know what they did. Because we then Googled it. And yes, there is someone running. So you you voted for Tom, Tom Cotton against a Democratic opponent. No, it was a Libertarian, but okay. But but I'm anyway, uh, but he was. I swear to you, there was only one block on See, that screen. Adam, I would believe they, this way more if earlier this evening you were talking about how complicated it was to download our podcast from our hosting site. And I literally said, oh, here's a button right here that says download episode. I'm I'm telling you, there was only one. I stared at it for about five minutes. I'm like, there is only one. I don't, I think there is some chicanery going on. You know what I would do? I honestly, I would do this. I think. I would, hold on, hold on. And there's no way for me to find out. What? No, but you don't I need can't to go out. back. I can't go back and say, show me that screen. You guys are cheaters. You no, know, but what voted. you could absolutely do is to email his, that other guy to email the, the other campaign and be like, Hey, by the way, I just found out that you were actually running against Tom Cotton. There was no choice for you on my, on my thing, on my, my I mean, ballot. Maybe it was on a second page. All right. But my point is, but, is that here's the thing though. If, if enough people had that problem, then they'll look into it and they'll do something. But if it was just you that missed something, then it's no big harm. You might as well tell his opponent that that's what happened. They, they can spend the money to go try to figure it out or whatever. It was not on the same page. If it was, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was there. It must have been on a second page. But all of the other candidates had all been on the same page. That's what I'm, so I don't literally know why. it cost you nothing to send an email. I would drop an email to the other place. That's I just true. be like, look, here's, you know, take what you want from this. But I went to vote and Tom Cotton was the only choice. I thought it was an, un, and I wasn't going to vote for him. And then the thing bitched at me for not voting for him. And so then I filled it in. It's like, so, and then I found out later that you were running against him. So you should probably look into that. Thank you. There you go. So, Solving democracy so that, one day at a time. 
I may take this to my grave. I'll I'll email him, but I may never you know. You I may never because I'm not going to be able to see that exact ballot. I like know. there's no way for me to see that ballot. I, get that. I swear. But all they have to. But if you have 700 people complaining of the same thing, then that's called circumstantial evidence, right? So it's like you have to. All of these things have to be built off of tiny little pieces of evidence and stitching them together. Um. Anyway. That's it. That was my voting experience. All right. So do you want to hear about my voting experience, yes, Adam? I would love to. So we did not want to go on the first day because we wanted to let them get the kinks worked out. So we actually, I think we went on the third day. So we went on Wednesday to go vote. We were on our way to a D and D game that we're playing. And it happens that the library where we can drop it off was very close to the apartment that we were going to. So we stopped by to go vote. And as we pull into the parking lot, you can tell visibly the Democrats versus the Republicans because the Republicans aren't wearing masks and the Democrats all are. There's way more masks in that line than there were non-masks in the line. Uh, but um, there was a little, you know, one of those canopies that you would find at like a pride festival or whatever, those white yeah. 10 by 10 canopies. There was one of those sitting outside and there was two ladies sitting next to it and there's a big ballot box there and that's where you dropped off your mail-in ballots if you wanted to drop them off. So I didn't need to wait in any line. There was probably about 100 people in line waiting to go in to vote. But since we had done mail-in ballot, we were just there to drop off. So I was getting out of the car to go take it to him and these two old ladies like literally bring the ballot box over to me. And they're like, oh no, no, we'll bring it to you. And uh, so... I, as I tried to push my ballots in, uh, they were, you know, it was very full. It was like, it was almost full. And it's like, I really had to wiggle the, the ballots in there. But like I told you before, Florida it was really we, tight, huh? It was. And I'm not used yeah. to it cause I'm in the bottom. Um, but so I don't, I'm not used to having to try to, well, what am I talking about? Of course I am. Anyway, the, 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 the thing is though, here in Florida, we can track our ballots. And so I went today and tracked and my ballot has not only been received, but has already been counted. So I know I have, I have proof that my ballot was, was filed and now has been counted. So have you ever done the thing where you decide which name you like better and that's who you vote for? <laughs> no, in that case, I just wouldn't vote for that race. I want to know if I'm the only one. If you're like, oh, that sounds like a nice name. I'm going to vote for that person. Actually, I think that was the entire <laughs> premise of that Eddie Murphy movie where he got elected to Congress because he had a name that was similar to somebody that had just died. Anyway, it's not important. Speaking of dying, Adam. Yeah. I think I said on this very show that Quibi was a stupid idea and that it was going to die. Yeah, you did. Uh, people should. I don't know, people, anything that you have predicted, people should put their money on that. <laughs> Although I will say that was a pretty obvious one. Was it obvious? Because a lot so. of people bet a lot of money that it was going to succeed, right? I knew it was going to fail. This was one of those things. It's like, this was not a small thing. There was billions of dollars that were invested in this company. Jeffrey Katzenberg was the, the head of it and Meg somebody or other. Meg Whitman. Whitman. Yeah, Meg Whitman. So this is like a big thing, right? This was one of those, oh, this is what the world wants because we know that the world likes smaller content like TikTok and YouTube. And so if we, we're going to make smaller content, but we're going to charge people $5 a month to see it. And it's like, see, so it, it was think, already a non-starter. I think there's a flaw in that logic. I don't think that people necessarily like shorter content. I, I don't. Because <laughs> I agree with you. If you go like YouTube now, YouTubers are making longer content. 
now than they used to. Yes. So I feel like, and if you, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos that are like how to become a YouTuber and all that. Yep. And they're like, you really need to do, it's really good if you can do some longer form content. And, you know, I mean, sure, there is a lot of short form content, but I think that's just an arbitrary limitation that companies have put because they think it would be cool. No, I, I think this, I is, this, this screams, you know, the olds doing what the youngs think they're, you know, it's like, oh, look at us. We're, we're the olds here and we're going to make something for the, for the youngs that they're just absolutely going to love. You know, they like their hippity hop. And because uh, what they said, because what they said is there are a couple of things. First of all, someone who's into TikTok will sit there and watch TikTok for hours. Adam, I hate to, it, I hate to, I hate to admit this. There's a guy. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy. That you know? No. There's a TikTok guy, Adam. Okay. You're, you're going to have to Google this. There's a TikTok guy that if you watch too much TikTok late at night, there's an actual TikTok that will come up and go, hey, you know what? These will all be here tomorrow. You know, take some time away from the... It's like literally TikTok will tell you to stop and watching And you know it. this how? Because I've seen this guy multiple times. <laughs> so, so there... Point, case in point, okay, yes, you are watching different things for hours. It's not the same thing going for hours, but people like to watch stuff for long periods. They like to get immersed and watch stuff for long periods of time. I think TikTok would be just as successful if it was longer than 30 seconds or whatever. I don't think there's any magic in the length no, there is. There's but, none. But I, there's no magic I, in the length whatsoever. But I do think that when you're watching a, because the thing about Quibi is, it's not little one-off fart jokes or no, no. It's like know, it's whatever. ongoing content. It's it's TV shows, right? The it most annoying we, content to have to like is I don't want to watch ten minutes and have to go through credits and like uh, intros for your 10 minute thing. Yeah. That's like, that's like listening to big fatty online every day. It's just like, instead of it being a nice hour long show once a week, because he tacks on all that, you know, intro and exit on every show that just drags it out. Adam. Well, I do that too, <laughs> but it's, it's fine. Uh, but yes, point taken. One could uh, make the, one could make the case for your show. You start playing your exit music and then talk over it, but it's not the same. It's not a pre-recorded. You're, you're still talking yes! about yourself. I'm just saying, if you take the intro to Fatty Show, which is all pre-recorded, and the exit of Fatty Show, which is all pre-recorded, that we've all heard a billion times, that's just eating into content time. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So anyway, I never have thought that the length was the secret sauce. No, it's not. Anything. I'll tell you exactly what the secret sauce of, of TikTok is. Do you want to know what the secret sauce of TikTok is? I'm an old, Adam. I figured there, it out. Is I figured it, is it, it out. Is it their special algorithm? That is part of it. But really what makes TikTok so nice is it's like channel flipping. It's like you, it doesn't matter how long the video, you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter how long the video is. As soon as it starts to bore me, I just flip and I just like skip to the next one. I just like flip. And it's not like going on YouTube where you have to wait for the YouTube video to load, to play the next one. Like you have to wait a second or two, whatever. It's like TikTok is immediate. It's like I flip and I got the next one already queued up and is going. It's just like, so it's, it's like the old days of standing at the TV and just flipping around to see what's on because you're bored. It's like, that's the real magic of TikTok. And it's not even new, right? As a kid, I used to stand in front 
front of the TV and flip the channels. And it's like a lot of people used to do that because that's what you do when you're, you know, you're just looking for just like, you're just looking for little bits of stuff. You're not really invested in anything yet. There, there was another Thank service uh, that Twitter bought. What was it called? Vine. Vine. Yeah. Yeah. And they completely killed it. TikTok is kind of like Vine. It, you you might say, it. Adam, it died on the Vine. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, though, that I was I, right. Quibi failed miserably. They're shutting it down. Uh, they uh, they didn't even spend all their money. They like finally just realized that, oh, yeah, this. You is- know, if we had money, Daniel, we would make really good venture capitalists. We could determine like what was actually going to be a hit and give money to that. I don't have that kind of money, but if I did, if you did, yeah, there you go. I could predict it. You're like, no, I'm not giving you any money. So, Adam, let me ask you this. Yeah, ask have me. you ever heard of a company called Eris? A E R U S. Eris. I don't think so. It kind of sounds familiar, but at the same time, not. Eris LLC was formed in 1924. As Electrolux Corporation USA. Oh, no, I didn't know. (laughs) I feel like this should be a segment on this show. I don't have uh, the wherewithal to make a little theme for it and everything, but if I was going to make a theme for it, it would be called something like things that Adam could Google, but he wanders (laughs) about endlessly on his show. It's like you spent so much time on your solo podcast, the geeky gay, yeah. uh, talking about how you wanted an Electrolux vacuum, but you couldn't yeah. find an Electrolux. They are only selling refrigerators now and everything. And I wonder what happened to the, literally one Google search of what happened to Electrolux led me to numerous articles saying that there is a company, uh, they sold off their name to somebody else. The, the Electrolux name was sold off to uh, Consolidated Foods. Well, they don't sell vacuums anymore. No, no. Sarah Lee Corporation, which is what they're now known as, but they weren't known as that then. They acquired the Electrolux name. However, the original company kept the rights to make their vacuum cleaners and they make them under the name Eris. You can find them, A-E-R-U-S. You can find them uh, Electrolux vacuums, or the you know Eris vacuums. They're the Electrolux vacuums. You don't really hear about that though, do you? You know why? A-E-R-U-S. Because they are like I don't know if they're made by Amish people or what, but they're you cannot buy them online. You have to go to a fucking showroom to get them. It's oh, like, they're expensive. Yeah, and it's just like here's you have to go to a local dealer to get them and everything. And it's one of those things. Is like there's literally a vacuum salesman that's going to like you know. Well, you know you could spend a few hundred dollars on a Dyson, but no. You, if you buy Eris, let me just show you this little demonstration here. It waxes, it washes, it dices, it slices. I found an online store for them, erisvacuums.com. Oh, well, then I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> we can have another uh, segment on this show. Here's the part where Daniel's wrong about something that he just said. They also have, they have a lot of plays on Electrolux. So they call it the Lux line of canister vacuums. They have the Lux line of upright vacuums, and they have Centralux, which is a, you want the a central s- vacuum. Yeah, the central vacuum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, there you go, Adam. I'm you glad that I could help you. I think I might buy one of these. Wow. You should They're look at Kirby though. also. Kirby is the other door to door. You know, because I have never been able to find a good vacuum cleaner, but I remember my mom's Electrolux being a very good vacuum. 
Here's also, my pro- yeah. here's here's my philosophy on vacuum cleaners. I've had Hoover vacuum cleaners. I've had uh, Kirby vacuum cleaners. I've had really nice vacuum cleaners over the years, and they don't last any longer than the cheap ones. And inevitably, something will happen with a break, or you'll run over the the cord to them and the cord will get frayed or something will short on them or you have to replace a belt or something will just get crazy with them. Or I don't know, you get divorced and you lose it in divorce. So like my, my philosophy on vacuums is I buy whatever Walmart has on sale. And as soon as I need to change the bag or whatever, I throw it away and buy another one. I just go buy a new vacuum because that's just <laughs> easier to deal with. Than, that's like uh, you and printers. I remember every year when we would go to Vegas for pride 48, yeah, you would it, a, buy printer a, is, printer. a printer is less than $30 in Walmart, and it's going to cost $25 to ship it to the hotel and then $25 to ship it back home from the hotel. So yes, it's cheaper to buy a brand new printer when you land in Vegas than it is to have one shipped to the hotel. Well, by that logic, we could have bought mixers when we got there as well. Cause Why? Mixers are way more you, than $50. Well, yeah, I mean... Uh, I'm going to look at that because I, and they look similar to what they looked like back in the day. No, I feel like back in the day, in the day, in my day. Oh, so many years ago. When I was a child, Daniel, they made things better than they do now. That I, this is true. Today, companies make things to break because they want to sell more of them. A long time ago, they made things to last. And be repaired. That's why you used to have TV repairmen. Because they made televisions to be repaired. Yes. And they don't do that anymore. So when you buy, it's a disposable economy, Daniel. When they expect that things are gonna that things are going to wear out, that's what they want to happen. I understand this. You're making. I just love how you're you're making it seem like you're the first person to come up with. It's like yes, no, this I'm is not. commonly known. I'm just telling you. But maybe these Lux canister vacuums follow the same sort of you know the same motto as the old Electrolux ones. You you do know. Oh, I, I I don't I don't want to upset you, but you you do get the irony of you lamenting the consumerist. What are, what what was your words for it? The the of disposable us. economy yeah, or something. The disposable economy. So the fact that one of the biggest I I I swear to God, there's a point here. One of the biggest culprits of ushering that era in to this. To, to today. Was my generation? No, was Walmart. That was like oh. Walmart. Walmart would literally go to a company and go like, well, you know what? We're going to buy all of your vacuum cleaners, but we're only going to pay you half of what you're asking for them. And let me tell you why. Because we've got a bunch of sources over here of cheaper plastic and cheaper belts that you can buy. And so that's going to lower your bottom cost. So you'll still be able to maintain the same profit margin. But by giving us that, then that means that you're you know, the life expectancy of your vacuum cleaner drops, which means that more people are going to replace them, you know, and here's the graphs and all the numbers. It's like Walmart was famous for doing that. Walmart was just like, that was how they made themselves into a mega corporation was literally controlling everything and going to a company and going like, we've analyzed your entire business. We understand your supply chain and everything. And we can actually replace this piece and this piece and save you money, but you have to sign a contract with us and blah, blah, blah. It's like, so I find it, Ironic, Adam, that you, that you, a Walmart employee, are uh, lamenting those days. By the way, I don't really have a problem with it. So, Ugh, you're right. You have to go to a store. <laughs> 
they only sell accessories online. They don't. Why do I? Why yes. would I need to go to a store if I know that I want to buy the thing? <laughs> because they. That's the part of the day, Adam. Right. We built but, things to last, which means that there's got to be a dealer and there's got to be somebody what, here that's going to make their life that you, what, who are you going to get it repaired by? You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to call them up. I'm going to say, this is what I want. I don't need it. The thing is, I get very stressed about the whole sales process. I don't like to be sold to. I think I've mentioned before that Mark and I have gone. I avoid Ashley Furniture at all cost. She's a bitch. Mark and I went into Ashley Furniture the, uh, at the beginning of COVID, and this guy started following us around. I'm sorry. The chat room just suggested and, another jingle, which is, this is the part where it turns out that Daniel was right after all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I stormed out of the store because he was following us around. Yeah. I'm like, fine, I'm leaving. I threw a fit and I left and Mark stayed in there and I went back to the car and he looked around. (laughs) So, so I'm going to have to call them and be like, look, I already know what I want. Do you guys have this? I don't need any sales pitch. I know I want it. I already did the research online. I just want to walk in, hand you some money and give me the box. You know, one of the places you could buy an Electrolux online would be eBay. I'm sure someone's selling their own Electrolux. I don't like used stuff. (laughs) <laughs> you are except except a car oh except it well yeah but i mean except a car yes that is the one thing <laughs> you just got all these exceptions all right adam but even, uh, even a car i buy it at a dealership it's right. used but it's at a i'm not i'm not like going to somebody's back alley and so, like hey hey we have one more a, we have a, another thing car. to do we have another segment yeah. here we have another thing to yeah. do another story before our segment so i'm trying to transition you you know Trying to lead you down the path. It's a short one. It's a short one. I just want to complain. Well, you were talking about it was cold, so it's getting colder where you are. Yeah. Uh, We have a fireplace. Yes. An actual... Wood-burning fireplace? It's gas. Okay. Gas-burning fireplace. all the places we've lived in previous, we had fake fireplaces. So this is one with a flue and a chimney. Well, I don't know if it has a flue... But it's a gas, it's a flame. It is a real flame. No, I'm saying the chi- the flue is part of the chimney. The flue is what no, you keep closed that. so that the, you know, leaves and stuff don't fall down into your house. And so when I don't, in the middle of the summer, the hot air doesn't come in through the chimney. I mean, I get, I don't think there's a chimney. Do gas fireplaces have to have chimneys? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It's oh, a, they're oh, saying only, a, only, only a vent for gas. So it's a, it's a vent. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Because there's no there's no uh, black charcoaly stuff created that goes up the flue. Okay. Uh, we had a the, flu, we had a the, flue when I was growing up. That would be the chimney. By the way, I had the a flue. The flue was, is just the thing that stops the chimney. It's just the thing that blocks the chimney. Okay. By the way, uh, we had a fireplace when I was growing up, and I used to suck a pacifier. And one night I decided I was too old for a pacifier and we had a fire going in the fireplace and I so just, threw it in the, fireplace. in the fireplace. Never sucked a pacifier again after that. So, uh. Killed your entire family with the toxic uh, plastic fumes. <laughs> no, uh, it burned up. So I wanted to light the fireplace earlier today. It's like, the thing about it is though, I'm a little bit scared I, I, of gas. Okay. 
because I don't want to blow up the house. How do you do a show with Big Fatty if you're scared of gas? And, and so, and it's very complicated. I wish in one of the apartments I lived in, I had a gas fireplace and all I had to do, there was a switch on the wall yes. and I would flip the switch, switch and, it would go, the and it would go yeah, and there'd be fire. Yeah. No, this fireplace. And a, a lot of them are this way. I'm not saying that like, you know, there are plenty. My parents have the same kind of fireplace, but there's a key. Yes. In the wall. Yes. That you have to turn to it's actually turn on the gas. It's a safety feature, Adam. Yes. I didn't know which way was on and which way was off. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. So, uh, so that was the first problem. Yes. And then it's, we thought, we think it's also got electrical components and you do have to turn a certain switch on, on the wall, but we're not sure. <laughs> okay. Because nobody told us this. Okay. There's no owner's manual with so that. But the owner's manual doesn't say, oh, there's a switch on the wall that you have to. So we have the gas valve that I'm not sure which direction we have to turn it. We mm-hmm. have the switch, which I'm not sure if it needs to be on. Mm-hmm. Then there are Three knobs, mm-hmm. no, sorry, two knobs, a switch, and a pilot clicky thing on the front of this fireplace. Yes. And you need to be like a engineer <laughs> to know. Adam, and I'm Adam, worried. And this I'm, I'm like, is what something if I'm, that you could easily Google. And I'm, do, like, do, 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 do. and I'm like, well, but what if I'm doing it wrong and I'm releasing all this noxious gas into the into the living room. And then I come up to the studio and Mark like lights a cigarette. He doesn't smoke. (laughs) Mark lights a candle, blows up the whole bottom floor because there's gas in there. And then, so I'm a little worried. And there is, it's it's funny because the gas would go upstairs. The gas would rise upstairs. It's like, you would be in the explosive. Well, actually, the owner's manual says some gas is heavy and will actually linger around the floorboards. And you should, it said you should get on the floor and sniff Mm -hmm. um, to see if there's any gas lingering around. Adam, this is so easy. So you can Google it. You can Google you if you know the make of your fireplace or like the manufacturer of fireplace, just Google it. And they'll be like, hi, here's how you light your very first. Do you know what the brand name of your fireplace is? No, but we have an owner's manual. Oh, you have an owner's manual then? Yeah. But the owner's manual didn't talk about the safety key on the side because that's a separate thing that that is not part of the fireplace. That is separate. It didn't talk about the switch in the wall. And then apparently this fireplace manufacturer makes multiple models and they did the Hello, cheapy my name thing. Is Marcus and I'm a realtor and many people in this business ask me how to turn on their gas fireplace in a condo. So I thought to make this video to help you figure <laughs> that out. So the first step is turning on the actual gas from the source here. You need to have this key, which is just a square. So if you lose the key, you might be able to get it done with like a some pliers but it's easiest with the key you put the key into this hole here and there's a marker that tells you which direction to turn for on and which direction to turn for off no incorrect to the left to get the gas on lefty lucy and now that we're on we're going to come over here to the actual fireplace now we're going to start on the right side here where there's uh this button that says off pilot and on and there's an arrow to the side the arrow is pointing at the position on this lever 
So we need to push this in and turn it from off to pilot so that we can light the pilot. Yeah. Then over here, we're gonna flip this switch from off to on. No. Then we're gonna go back to this first switch and push the button in. Once you push in, you hear the gas coming out. No, incorrect. Here. And on the left side, there's this trigger. <laughs> well, I don't know the brand. I mean, if you search for the brand name of your. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I understand. And all right, I spent the key thing, thirty. You're gonna minutes. go left, opens it up. Right, closes it. Lefty loosey, well, righty tighty. There's a happy ending. Oh, okay. We do have a fire now. <laughs> she just. But like, I'm saying, what, did you just grab some newspaper and throw it down? No, oh. no. I figured we figured it out. But the thing is, and I'm not sure. We even went, Mark actually got, so the inspector. So yes. we were like, surely the inspector test, because we were thinking, you know what? Fuck the builder. We got a defective ga gas line or a defective, you know, fireplace. It's cold outside. We want to roast some marshmallows. Not really. But anyway, mm -hmm. uh, so Mark went and got the folder that the inspector got uh, gave us. Yes. And literally, like on page thirty-seven or something, there is a photo of a fire in our fireplace. And he says, "Well, that he works." Checked it. <laughs> he checked it. <laughs> so, uh, so I, uh, I, we, I finally figured it out. But I think the problem was the first time you, and this is not the first time you do it, but maybe the first couple of times you do it, you have to hold the pilot a little, the the gas button a little bit longer. To get some of the air out of the line or something. Okay. So I had to hold it in, but it makes no sound. I, I'm used to fireplaces that like you put it on pilot, you push it in, and then you click, 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 click on the little ignition thing. And then it, and it goes whoosh. And then you usually have a, a knob for like high, low or whatever. High. Low. But but when I pushed in the when I pushed in the thing, there was no, no noise. noise. There's no and I kept hitting the pilot and nothing was happening. But uh, huzzah, out, huzzah, but you was, have fire. But you do yes, have fire. There's fire now. Yeah. Three, two, one. Contact is the secret. Is the moment. When everything happens, contact is the answer. Is the reason that everything happens, contact. Excellent. It is uh, the uh, segment of the show where we read your emails and play your voicemails. I can't say that we got any emails this. Well, we did level 13 emails, but we're not going to read those. Uh, but we did get some voicemails. Adam, would you like to listen to our voicemail? I would love to listen to our voicemail. Then let's do that. Okay. Hello. 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 Oh, it's Scotty. It's Scotty the Little Alcy Butler. Is he, is he masturbating? I don't know. <laughs> he's, just, he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? it? It doesn't say. It says anonymous, but that sounded like Scotty. Didn't, didn't that sound like... Hold on. Hello? See, doesn't that sound like Scotty? Hello? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's Scotty. Yeah, that's Hello? Scotty. Hello? 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 Hi, Scotty. <laughs> Thank you for calling. 
I think. Uh, I thought we had another one. I don't remember, to be honest. So uh, it, we got a lot that came to contact at mixminuspodcast.com, by the way, everyone. And, uh, and I don't remember how many of those were voicemail. Is there an interface that you can log into? Yeah, yeah, and... yeah. No, I got it. Yeah, we have another one. Uh, okay. Here's our other phone call, Adam. This comes in to us from our good friend, Scott the Seder. Let's listen to it. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Adam. This is uh, Scott the Seder, not to be confused with Scott the Anti-Vera. Right. Uh, Also known as Steve the Tater. Yes. Also known as Seder69. I have a lot of non-de-plumes. Yes. I just like saying non-de-plume. Hey, I'm just calling because you- You know it's nom-de-plume, right? Nom-de-plume. What did people to call you if they were waiting in line uh, to cast their vote? I'm not. But I am waiting in queue- for a dungeon in a World of Warcraft. Oh, well, that's the same. Which had its pre-patch this past week. That's the same. For the upcoming right. new expansion. Although we don't know when it's going to drop. The expansion, that is. I miss Daniel on here, playing with Daniel, even though he would berate me. But we play what? with the gayest what? podcast boys. A lot of fun. Why well, Mike, I, not Kyle. Kyle, berate you? like Star Trek, doesn't like, well, inferior human being. Adorable, but inferior. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to uh, give you some content that while I'm not waiting in line to cast a vote, I am waiting in a queue to go kill some horde baddies because I'm playing an alliance right now. Don't hold it against me. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, I got nothing else. You have no other contests. Um, All right. This is a Seder. Catch you later. Uh, Bye-bye. Well, we do have a we do have a contest now. It's um join level dialing 13. for Kathy Bacon's couch cushion. That's right. Join level 13. She's uh before December 1st, you get put you get your name put in a big uh, bucket that she's going to draw a winner for her change in her couch, which is currently at $40. We don't know. It could it could be way more. Don't know. So, thank be. you very much, uh Steve the Tater slash Scott the Seder slash Scott slash Seder <laughs> slash not anti Vera. I don't I don't I ha- I don't know what else to, to say. Uh I pr- we appreciate the call. And I um I, there was a day where I would never play Alliance. But the dumpster fire that was Burning Crusade I mean not Burning Crusade, the dumpster fire that was Battle for Azeroth basically had me um rolling in Alliance because the horde storyline was so fucking annoying and horrible at the end game that I was just like, no, there's no fucking way that I'm going to like be talked to like I'm a child. Well, uh, I'm, I'm a fucking I'm, champion of the horde. Don't talk to me like that. You stupid bitches. And uh, I'm, yeah, uh, I'm no world of Warcraft aficionado. You, you have played before, but I will say that I played horde only because you wanted horde to play at blood the off. time. Yes. You wanted to play had the off. sexiest characters. In my the, opinion, uh, the blood elves. I really wished that you could completely disrobe my blood elf character because I thought he was very hot, but you can't get them completely naked. I mean, again, here's something that Adam could Google for really easily. Skin, I think you can get skins or something, or like uh, you can use that programming language Lux or something, or Light Lux. Lua. Lua, yeah, that, and you could like code your own like stuff, and people sell like sex skins or something for those. I think you're thinking of The Sims because I I know that I've seen that on Pornhub. Even that there's like porn that is made entirely from Sims characters, like that like it's a 
Sims characters having sex. I don't know. It's weird. But the, the thing is, Adam, you can, I mean, not that I'm kink shaming anyone. If that's your thing, that's your thing. But uh, yeah, you can do it. So I'm sure you could Google, if you just Googled naked blood elf, let's do it. All right. Uh, naked. naked. <laughs> uh, I wait, this is my work browser. Let me go to my personal browser. <laughs> so that, that doesn't just show up in a meeting sometime. Like what, what is this naked Why blood elf? Why is there elf? a naked blood elf on what is, the, uh... what exactly is naked blood elf? What is that all about is, oh, it's a, it's a code oh, word. It's code word for something that I'm women. thinking of. Sadly. They're yeah. It's women. Let's see. Women. Uh, let's see. Men. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you have to getting, specify men. Getting impaled by a very large, very large, <laughs> yeah, naked, very large, very large penis. What am yeah. I missing? I'm not seeing it. Uh, which one is that? Oh, there's a there's a three way between three blood elves. Yeah, they're hot. Well, I there mean, you go. who knows? There you go. What? I mean, who knows what they look like with their clothes off? Because you don't ever see them. Oh yeah, they're uncut. I didn't know that. I learned something. They they don't actually exist, Adam. Uh, <laughs> just to just let you know, they're just characters in a video. Anyway, thank you guys. Uh, you can always email us contact at mixminuspodcast.com or you can leave us a voicemail just like Sater and Scotty the Aussie Battler just by going to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. Okay. I need to find where I'm at. Okay, there am I. There am I. There am I. <laughs> there am are I. We, uh, are we? Uh, are we cutting to a break? Yes, Adam. We should do that. Do you want to do that right now? Hey, Daniel. Yes, Adam. Uh, I know we're going to have a. Oh, I don't know. What are we doing next? Whatever we're doing next, it'll be fabulous. But before that, a word from these sponsors. Hi, I'm Bobby. I'm Jim. And we are She's Not Doing So Well. On Wednesdays, we have a new episode that comes out. Every Wednesday. Not necessarily at noon or like 10, but... Sometimes she's a little late. She's a little late, but she's worth it. So make sure you check us out on Apple, Spotify, or any of the major platforms. Also, you can go to She's Not Doing So Well.com. Rate us, review us, and follow us. Five stars, obviously. You know, Adam, in, in, I just got a correction here from the chat room that uh, Kathy Marshall had sent us in an email asking to be a member of Level 13, but she also included other stuff in it. And I neglected to oh. read it during the contact seg- segment. So, uh, let's see. What was I going to say? She says, oh, I can fund a contest, though. How about that instead? Oh, uh, so maybe she can get together with Kathy Bacon and they can... <laughs> They can uh, well, here's, make it a, here's a the deal, contest. Kathy Marshall. We would love for you to fund a contest. Mm-hmm. However, however, comma, Daniel and I have not been very creative. Yeah, in coming up with what a contest should be, mm-hmm. or our listeners suck. Wow, and they just don't participate. Could be. I don't think I, that's true, though. Adam, what, she has what, a question here. Can I get to a question? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Her question. She has a math question. Do you have something to write with? 45. Every five weeks, Adam drives 350 miles oh. <laughs> to get his hair styled across state lines. How come he always wears a cap on Mix Minus on YouTube so we can't see his hair, even if it has been recently styled? There are 10 episodes. I'd expect at least two of them to have been hatless. That's, that's not really a math question. 
Yeah, it is. She was doing the math. I you, feel, every I feel five like weeks, and there was 10 videos, so there should have been at least two of the videos where you didn't have your, your, your hat on. I feel like I've answered that before. Many times. But I'll answer it again. Okay. So, generally speaking, uh, I think that I'm cuter with a hat on. However, comma. Yes. What, I, are you dictating or something? You're just like, is this yes, for the transcript? You just want to make sure yeah, that yeah. there's a comma inside Ex- of it? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, however, I don't want to have a bald spot on the back of my head for those times when I'm not wearing a hat. So, even when I had a full head of hair, 95% of the time, I wore a baseball cap. Because I am a good old boy from Arkansas. Just a good old boy. Who thinks that he's cuter with the hat on. I also don't really like my hair. And there's not much they can do. I mean, they can't give me different hair. I mean, I guess they could. But I, it's it looks good, but it's still the same hair that I had before, just a little bit more added on there. It's not like, boom, you've got like, you know, boys, uh, 98 degrees hair or in sync hair or like whatever you would be like a really good boy band hairstyle or something. <laughs> you know, they don't, they, it's just, you know, they give you, so it looks good. It looks natural, but it just looks like what my hair looked like before. It's just that I don't have a bald spot now. So, Generally, I still wear a hat. There's another reason, though. I'm lazy, and I don't like to fix my hair. (laughs) So uh, I throw on a baseball cap instead of going through the process of putting in the, you know, the product and styling and hairspraying and doing all that stuff. I just throw on a cap. But when I used to have to go to work... I would not wear a baseball cap to work, and therefore, I definitely needed a hair system so I didn't have a big bald spot in the back of my head. Thank you. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> I can take it off. Like, oh, wow. This, this doesn't help anyone except me. I mean, I, I see it now. There it is. Hair. <laughs> but it they can't see it. So, uh, I something's going on with I'm sorry. I, I was only half listening to you because i it's have fine. i have a that so cyclone in the chat room says i could have a rotation i don't like the word that he used i'm gonna replace that um adam could have a rotation of hair systems and uh that would be good i have thought about but they're expensive you see but i have thought about uh if i ever wanted like purple Or, you know, something like that, that I could get like a purple one with a little bit of purple in it or something. But the the problem is that would not blend because I would also have to add some purple to my my actual hair. Got it. You know, it would be difficult to do that. All right. I've solved my problem. Uh, Our executive producer sends us a packet of information every show. And I was trying okay. to open it while you were talking so that I would have it ready. We do have for, a news quiz as well. No, no, I know. I was going to have it ready for after a news quiz. Oh. Anyway, and it was like, and it wouldn't open. And now I realize he sent me the pages document instead of the PDF. So uh, there, I just wanted to. to I have one to, other thing to say. I said it on Geeky Gay, but I am trying a new style, a new type. Um, it is a, it is a plastic, a, a silicone thing that's clear 
that the hair comes out of. So right now what I'm wearing is called a lace. Like a lace front wig. Yeah, kind of. And um, it's just like a brown color and they tie the hairs. They individually tie the hairs into the lace. Yeah. This new one is a is a clear silicone and they don't tie them. They just loop them. So they say it looks more natural. And because it's clear, you can see all the way down to the scalp because the thing is clear. So it looks oh. more natural. Well, there you go. But they don't last as long. Well, there you go. There's, that's there's where they get you. Six, that's how they get you. Uh, you know, the other night when you said you didn't watch the debate. I mean, I read news articles after the fact. But, but. there was a, an, an ad that ran right before the debate uh, for this website. It was the weirdest damn ad on TV. It was like really like just weird. And I, it took a long time to understand who, what they were advertising. They were advertising a website called usafacts.org. Um. And I, I, I scribbled it down here just to just to mention it. And it's like, you really should take a look at this. USAFacts.org. And it's all different kinds of charts and things over uh, just different. Oh, I can't even think of what I'm trying to say. Of different like energy and environment and transportation. And pop, different topics. Yeah, different topics. Or facts. Facts. F-A-C-T-S. USAFacts.org. And it's like, it's just a lot of different little graphs. So it's like, you can see what the, uh, let's see, let me find an interesting one here. Our energy consumption in BTUs, that's the British thermal units, Adam. Do you know what, as a country, our energy consumption in BTUs is? I do not, Daniel. That is a number that is so fucking large, I'll never be able to say it. What is that? It's 101, 236, 300, 000, 000, 000. quintillions. That's, that's like a big a, number. That's a very big number of the uh, number of things that. Anyway, it's interesting to look at. It's called uh, usafacts.org. Uh, go and take a look at it. It's kind of interesting. Transportation wise, there was something I was looking at the other day. It's like the amount of time that we waste in traffic. Well, none after COVID. <laughs> It's like the but, average hours of delayed, an average hours of delay experienced per urban highway commuter per year. And it has gone from 1982. And when there's an average of 20 hours of delay per year per commuter, it is uh, in the last year that they surveyed here, which is 2017 is 54 hours per year. It's like that is more than doubled. And they also, I mean, that's a lot of good Netflix time. You know, <laughs> you really shouldn't be watching Netflix in your car, Adam. Well, I don't drive anymore, so it's fine. News game. It's the news game. It's the news game. What questions will he ask you? By the way, you do get that I'm trying to mimic like a 1920s singer. There, right? Yeah. We were in a car going somewhere the other day and we were playing the, the podcast and Zach's heard that for the first time and he like gave me a really weird look like, what the fuck are you? And it's like, no, I was, I'm trying to be like, you know, one of those 1920, you know, they kind of sang weird I mean, back in the 20s. I don't know if this is the 20s, but you kind of remind me of that singing frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, with my the, baby. Hello, my honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With that's, the that's top good. hat. Michigan J. Frog is, yeah. is, is his name there. Uh, Adam, this is the segment of the show where Adam is going to read me five questions from the New York Times News Quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will try to answer. Uh, these are multiple choice 
questions, so I will try to answer without getting the choices, but if I get stuck, I will indeed ask for them. The New York Times quiz is an 11-question uh, quiz. It puts out every Friday. If you'd like to play along, head over to nytimes.com. Up in the top left-hand corner, click on the little magnifying glass and search for news quiz, and you will find it. Um, Adam, what is the first question on the news quiz? By the way, we're only going to do five. Adam's going to pick five of the 11. So I don't want to see, what is the first? Oh, I did? Okay, yeah. great. Did I you also say about- enterprise? Did I say enterprise twice? No, but, okay, uh, you know, I, I remembered just now that I was going to throw in a Trivial Pursuit question. Oh, that's right. Yes. Each week. Mm-hmm. And that is downstairs. So <laughs> you guys can look forward to that next week. Here's something else that Adam could Google. No, I want to do the ones from my actual box. Oh, okay, great. Okay. The, anyway, the United States charged six Russian military intelligence officers in major cyber attacks. Yes. Which of the following was not a target of the suspects? All right. So for this, I have to have the, the list. Yes. A French presidential election, the electricity grid in Ukraine, the opening ceremony of the 2018 Winter Olympics, or the Twitter accounts of several high-profile Americans. <laughs> I don't want to give you the answer, but I feel like I heard on a podcast today that someone is claiming to have hacked Trump's uh, Twitter account. And oh, he didn't password, hack it. The password was, you're fired. No, the password was MAGA 2020, exclamation point. But the, um, the uh, yeah, no, they didn't hack it. He actually just guessed the password and was able to get in and took screenshots of it and, and whatnot. Like, the White House has since disputed the story and said there was a fake and, uh, you know, someone was just. Making a fake. I don't know. Fake news. Fake, fake news. news. All right. Here's the thing. I'm. These are yes. all things that I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about what was the first one? The French. Uh, a revolution. French presidential election. Yeah, I know. I know nothing about that. I know nothing about sports. So I know. I don't know about the 2018 Olympics. The electricity grid in Ukraine. I. I don't know. I couldn't point to Ukraine on a map. So the opening ceremony of the 2018 Winter Olympics. All right. But the question is, is which one did they not get charged with? Correct. And the thing that jumped out at me was like the the Twitter. I I would have known if Twitter had gotten like I would have heard about Twitter getting hacked. I don't necessarily would have heard about the other things. And I never heard about Twitter getting hacked by Russians. So I'm going to say that it's the the those people, the the that one. Correct. Hooray. All right. Next question. That means that they did the other things? Wow. President Trump cut off an interview with which program <laughs> and later taunted its star on Twitter? Oh, uh, what, 60 Minutes. But what are they asking for the reporter's name? Is, is it Leslie Stahl? No, just Stahl? the name of the show. I think it was Leslie Stahl. But yeah, and then he released the footage of it himself and it was like really like he was just being a baby. So is it 60 Minutes, Adam? It is 60 minutes yeah he cut short the interview and then declined to participate in a walk and talk segment and then he released a 38 minute clip and it was so weird because the the clip that he released his so-called walking out on it was there's a producer off screen that goes like, excuse me, I need to interrupt. We only have about five minutes until we were going to bring the vice president in. Um, just to let you know, Leslie, you know, like doing some timing production stuff. And then Trump was like, actually, you know what? I think we're done. 
And it's like, uh, we don't, it's like, so it's like, he wasn't, he didn't like have the balls to cancel it himself. He was like canceling it because there was a break and, uh, he could get up and leave. So the documentary Francesco or Francesco, I'm not really sure. Debuted at the Rome Film Festival on Wednesday. In the film, Pope Francis voiced support for which issue? Oh, uh, for gay marriage. But um, I saw that the Pope did that. I'm assuming that's what that's from. Is gay marriage one of my choices? There, there, there's an adjacent one. Same sex civil unions. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. But I mean, yeah, it was, it was gay marriage because it's like even the Pope like supports it. And uh, these people... <laughs> You're correct. Yay. What am I, what is that, Adam? Three for three? It is three for three. Yep. All right. Which novel approach did Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez take (laughs) to help spur voters to the polls? She went on Twitch. Uh, She, uh, I was just listening to Politics, Politics, Politics. They were talking about that. that, that AOC went on Twitch uh, to, to, to live stream. Well, that's not an option. So All right, what, are, what are my, right, what are my options? She created a viral TikTok dance. She dressed up as a, bo- as a ballot box. She invited her followers to watch her play a video game yeah, on Twitch. And she ran a marathon around her congressional district. Yeah. Just see invited her viewers. It's, it's a long way of saying that she went on Twitch. All right, you are correct. That is, uh, wow, four out of four so far. Four out of four. He's just scanning madly for a sports question. There's got to be a sports question. The shortest and strangest season in Major League Baseball history is coming to a close. Name the two teams competing in the 116th World Series. Oh, I know one of them because it's us. The Tampa Bay Devil Rays is one of them. Do you want the choices? Yes. What are my choices? So you have the Atlanta Braves and the Tampa Bay Rays. You yes. have the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yes. You have the Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. And you have the Houston Astros and the Atlanta Braves. Okay. So just two of them have the Rays in it. One's Georgia and one is... So I feel... Here's the thing. We just had an all-hands meeting at our company on Wednesday and since we have offices in both Georgia and like in Atlanta and in Tampa, I feel like that would have been brought up like, ah, you know, we're going to fight against each other or something like that. So I'm going to go with the only other option that there is, which is the, the LA and Tampa. Yes. Yes. In your face, Burns. In were you looking face. at the chat room? I was, I was, that's why I was staring at the camera uh, so that you could see I... that I was not looking at the uh, chat room. Well, Daniel, uh, you are five out of five. Yes. What did the chat room say? Uh, they gave you oh, the Oh, AOC was playing Among Us. That would be awesome. I would have actually, I, I think I can go to her channel and watch it. It was probably recorded. Uh, Dodgers in Tampa, Dodgers, Brave shut the bed. Kathy Marshall says, even I knew this one. Okay. Well, there you go. Excellent. Well, that that was five out of five. Five out of five. That makes me a a superhero or something, right? Do I get a title? Do I get a? Do I get a? a, 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 Do I get some money out of Kathy Bacon's couch? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay, Adam. uh, Bring it home. No, eat.
No, I got to do a thing. I got to do a thing. I always, oh, God damn it, I got to do a thing. Uh, our executive producer sends us content. Every show, Adam, every show. Yeah. Do you read it? You know, it says right here in big, bold letters from the Mix Minus Research Center Archives and Test Kitchen. Uh, let's see. Let's find out some of the things that happened today. Today was National Croc Day, Adam. Is you that know, those, those shoes? Yeah, that, those um, shitty, ugly, uh, ugly shoes. Mario Batali wears? Yes. Some folks love them, some folks don't, but no matter how you feel, National Croc Days is an annual event on October 23rd. Believe it or not, Crocs were originally designed as a boating shoe. Uh, Cyclone says, I need Crocs to mow the lawn. <laughs> Why? You know, maybe so. I was So what I've been wearing to mow the lawn, because I didn't want to... Um, Oh, I didn't want to. The first time I mowed in the new house, I wore my CrossFit shoes or like my Nike shoes that I wear like when we're doing P90X and they got all dirty and grassy and I didn't feel like cleaning them. So they've stayed in the garage for the last three months. Yeah, I use so, shoes that that are old shoes to mow the yard and I always because that that grass, the celluloid, the green celluloid will get all over everything. So what I decided is I had some old water shoes that I wore in the river at some point or something like that, but they're not very comfortable. So he might be right. I may need to get some Crocs to like, because these water shoes, they have no cushion at all. They're made for like walking on a, in a riverbed or something. And, uh, that's what I've been wearing and my feet do hurt when I get done. So, uh, today is also national mole day. I don't know if you're aware of the, uh, the, the, it's average, Avogadro, like, Avogadro's number. It's Avogadro's number. It's, yeah. Check your Avogadro's number. Check your moles. Like no, that's for moles? Avogadro's number, which is ten oh. to the twenty third. See ten twenty three is ten I loved to the chemistry. Yeah, I loved that's chemistry. I loved balancing equations. That yeah, was my so, favorite thing to do. Yeah, so it's like it's kind of like Pi Day, you know, mm. on March fourteenth. I day. don't like the word mole. In uh, 2002, on this day, Harry Hay died. Do you know who Harry Hay was, Adam? Uh, did he write the song, Bum, 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 Hey? <laughs> he uh, helped, he, among with four others, formed the Mattachine Society. Do you know who the Mattachine Society was? No. They were the first gay rights organization in the United States. Uh, he, Hayes, believed in the cultural minority status of homosexuals, led him to take the stand against assimilation in June of 1969, the Stonewall Riots. So Harry Hay, a uh, legendary LGBT uh, for, forefather of ours, died in 2002. That's sad. This one's uh, I wonder a little... if somebody prayed for him, for the Lord to take him in his in sleep. In his sleep? That possibly. Look at you. Look at you doing a callback to the yeah. whole thing there. That's that's awesome, madam. Uh, and let's see. I did not pull any music for you. So, um, you know what it looks like? Is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> if I was going to pull a theme song of one of these movies, which one do you think I would pull? The Magnificent Seven. <laughs> Probably, because my choices are The Martian, Paranormal Activity 2, Doom. Maybe Doom. I might have gone for Doom. I wonder if Doom even had a theme song. Let's see. Doom theme song. Doom theme song. I think I feel like this is all just the video game, right? This is the... Sounds 
so this is the top box office hits from October 23rd. Yes. I mean, I wouldn't know. Doom? <laughs> Did you not see Doom? No, I don't think so. I didn't either. I think it had, but, uh, didn't it have The Rock in it? But normally, I don't even know, but normally I pick them because who remembers the theme song of a movie unless it's something iconic like Jaws or, you know, uh, Raiders of the, uh, Indiana Jones or like, you know, the Star Trek theme or what. Most movies nowadays, they don't have iconic theme songs. Like you don't, they're just kind of throwaway. You don't remember what the theme is. Well, our executive producer is drawing attention to this clip from one of the movies. Travel back with us to the beginning of time when giant reptiles thunder defiance and man is yet unborn. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons trapped in a dark subterranean cavern its frozen fury preserved in suspended animation. It comes silently screaming through the ages. This terrifying half-human monster awakens at last. Awakens now to vent its murderous wrath on you. Oh my God! You know, that would be a very fun movie to play trumpet in, in the orchestra. Um, I find that those old movies... Also, I expected him at the end of that to say, in the Twilight Zone. No, I expect... I was, da, I was da, going da, more... Da, da, listen, da, 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 no, wait, wait, listen to this part right here. I was just like going, oh, I just rewrote the intro to Mix Minus. This is, this is going to be the new intro to Mix Minus. Is this. It comes silently screaming through the ages. <laughs> silently screaming oh. through the ages. <laughs> silently screaming through the That's kind of cute. <laughs> silently screaming. It's very... Uh, silently. Shh. I'm screaming. I'm screaming very silently. I'm screaming very silently. You know, if you think about uh, the two of us, we have both been kind of silently screaming through the ages. It's, we have uh, indeed. Uh, today, October 20... Well, the day that we were recording this show, October 23rd, we'd like to say a very happy uh, birthday to my uh, boyfriend, Ryan, 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 Ryan Reynolds. Can't talk. Uh, also, uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Who is just a big? Oh, apparently today was the day that all the liars were born. Nancy Grace and San- Sanjay Gupta were both born on mm-hmm. October twenty third. It's something to do with lying in the air. I would say that, other than the fact that Martin Luther King the third was born on uh, this day. Dwight Yoakam uh, and Michael Crichton. Oh, and Johnny Carson. Um, oh, I loved reading Michael Crichton books when I was growing up. Congo, <laughs> one of my favorite books. <laughs> I can't tell if this is, uh, so Adam, have you ever had any problems with arthritis? No, I don't believe so. Uh, top experts uh, will show you how to banish uh, arthritis for good. You just eat eight golden raisins soaked in gin and you kiss your pain goodbye. I don't like raisins or gin. Well, you know, Adam, that so you, this I, is just, oh, do you like arthritis more? I don't know yet because I've never had it. So... One day, and, uh, this this little nugget from uh, I don't even know the year of this, uh, nineteen ninety five, October twenty third, nineteen ninety five. One point four billion Chinese will try to knock the Earth out of orbit again. 
Millions of patriotic Americans are being asked once again to stomp out another idiotic Chinese plot to knock the Earth out of orbit and send it hurtling into space. Reliable sources in the Far East report that China is mustering its 1.4 billion people to accomplish the diabolical diabolical plot by jumping up and down at 6.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on November 13th, 1995. I mean, who knows? You know, Chinese are very light in general. (laughs) They're very light people. They're not very heavy. (laughs) So, um, I don't know. You might need more than that. We were just talking about the Partridge family on That Darn Elvis this past uh, week on our little show right here. And uh, in 1970, they were on the cover of TV Guide this week with the original Chris, not the one that I had a, a crush on. This was the original Chris was in that uh, TV Guide. Uh, let's see. The Golden Girls was on the cover of TV Guide in 1985. And Daniel, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Did you travel down a road and back again? Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if I threw a party, invited everyone, no, new, new. All right, so take us home here, Adam. Uh, You would see the biggest gift would be from me. And it would say COVID recording on it. What does that mean? Uh, I was just going to give you guys an update. So I've been, they're doing this recording session. um, Yeah, who's who's doing, I heard you talking about this on the Geeky Gay. So they- They have they canceled the big recording thing? Well, no. Okay. So the thing is, I was a little confused because they didn't give a whole lot of details. But I've pieced together that 350 people are going to be sitting in a field outdoors. Okay. So, uh, but I don't want to be around 350 people, even if it's outdoors. So I'm still not going to do that. Yes. But the recording session is the entire orchestra, which is 20 or 30 people. And I do not feel comfortable playing. I, somebody sent me an article even saying that trumpet is the most risky instrument of the orchestral instruments. It's not risky to you. It's just risky to everyone else. Uh, but, well, but I'll here's, be sitting you know around other trumpet players. Here's the thing, Adam. So you, this is something that you care about. Yeah. What you should do is propose. It's like, hey, why don't we all record individually? And I will help you put it together. Eh, it'll never work. No, I mean, they, they won't, all of them That's won't the have spirit. good microphones. And no, no, no. But um, th- this is the one thing that I wanted to read. So the, I, I emailed and said I wasn't going to do it. I won't read the email. I did that on Geeky Gay. You guys can listen to that tonight. But she responded at the orchestra. And, and the one sentence that kind of ticked me off a little yes. was. Yes. I res- actually the four words that ticked me off were I respect your views <laughs> because now maybe I'm reading too much into this. <clears throat> it's not views. We're not talking about like, you know, how I feel about, you know, should people cuss or, you know, what's the healthiest diet even that's probably scientific but anyway what's what's uh, the best tv show on right now yeah what's the best tv show that's a view even that's, some, that's what that's why know, they call them viewers yeah <laughs> but but my decision to not play because doctors and scientists <laughs> are saying don't do these things they're they're saying stay at home yes 
you know, and then they're saying, you know, uh, singing in a choir and playing an orchestra is definitely not a thing you want to do right now. No, you do not want to be so, around other people. It ticked me off that she said views. That was it. I, I may have read too much into it, but I don't well, feel like it's yeah, But you definitely said, uh, screw you, Karen. I'm not playing in your stupid orchestra. Well, not like that. <laughs> and I didn't respond to that email. I, that, that was her response to my email saying, I said, I'm not quitting, but I don't feel comfortable playing right now during COVID. Gotcha. So. You know what, Adam? Uh, we do this every Friday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Pride48.com, streaming live if you want to come and join our chat room. You know what? I totally forgot to say hi to the chat room this evening, but just a, a very special thank you to Kathy Marshall, Cyclone, uh, Ed Gong, TB, Mac, Zook, all of them who have been active in the chat room with us here this evening. We really do appreciate it. Send us an email. Contact at MixMinusPodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail. Voicemail.MixMinusPodcast.com. Don't not CodPod. Just mix minus podcast anyway take save me adam uh we can have a contest having people guess how many words are in each episode that sounds you know ducky the closest without going over this podcast is a proud member of the pride 48 podcasting network check out more great shows at pride 48.com <laughs>